JD Talking Sports. It is Sunday, February 25th, 2018. All right. How crazy are we about the Yankee hype? Is it, could it be any bigger? People, Aaron Boone, first season, and I found out why he wears number 17. It's the first number he was given when he played baseball. The reason why I love it is 17 is my lucky number. Well, it is the day of my birthday, but it's always been my lucky number. So I feel that maybe the Yankees this year could go on and win a championship, which made me think we were in grad school, Gumbo Chef and I, after our first going into our, yeah, we were in our first year of grad school, right? Yeah, 96. And we were doing a fundraiser where I was dressed up in this character from a show we did where I looked like, the hump, I looked like Humpty Dumpty. And the band playing was the band that played at Bill Clinton's inauguration and during, it was game six of the World Series, and they kept coming in and watching the game with me. We had the game on in the green room, and that's what we were watching, watch the Yankees win the championship. That's what I remember, and that's what I want to feel again. With 2009 since the last championship, it's been a while. Nine years, it's time. Never knew what beef meant. Today I learned more in a minute. It's a girl, Alyssa, who teaches basketball. Beef. You know what beef is? Beef for balance. This is all, this is for shooting. E is for elbows in when you shoot. You got to keep them out when you pass. The second E is for eyes. You always want to keep your eyes in the basket because that's where you're shooting. And the F is follow through. You want to think as you follow through that your hand is trying to pull down, grab the rim. And that to me, I love when I learn stuff so easily. I just love when it's made so simple. And now beef will be with me forever. Kind of like plethora. Just stayed with me forever. How the fuck does Tim Tebow get hurt, not, 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 not blaming Tim Tebow, but how the fuck do the Mets have a sprinkler out during spring training? How does it even happen? I still remember, I heard Mickey Mantle got his, you know, he destroyed his career basically when he got caught in a drainage pool, I think, out in center field. I remember reading about it as a kid. Sprained his ankle, he's going to be okay, but he can't run the bases. But Dominic Smith strained his quadricep running the bases. Another guy who gained weight, came in overweight, with the last season was said he didn't know about his eating habits. Here's a professional athlete, had to lose weight, had the job in his hand, and he strained his quadricep running the goddamn bases because this guy, listen, you have the job, first base job. Or maybe you don't because you're too freaking fat. Now, Adrian Gonzalez is probably going to get the job, and Dominic Smith is going to be a footnote who will be probably in another franchise within the next year or two because, you know, couldn't come into shape when he had to be. You know, you can't, you can't, how do you strain your quadricep running the bases? Get in shape, dude. I mean, I just read about Austin Jeffrey played the whole goddamn season with the torn rotator cuff that happened in freaking the preseason. And he had a, he had a guy that worked on his shoulder that worked, that he met through uh, Matt Forte, who is very, is well known for uh, always taking care of his body. And Jenny uh, Vrentis from MMQB wrote this great article where basically Jeffries had this guy that he worked with in Chicago come in every week and work on his shoulder and was working on his shoulder not even his shoulder 75 minutes of full body where the guy who worked on him basically was in a car accident and was 18 and realized that hey everything which everything is connected just because your shoulder hurts usually it's somewhere else works the whole entire body found out the way to work his whole entire body and now got Jeffries through a goddamn season uh, a show me year where he's playing on a one year contract and got a 52 million dollar contract from the Eagles had 12 touchdown catches in the regular postseason and had a touchdown catch in the AF- NFC Championship game and in the Super Bowl. That is amazing. 
and he wrote this amazing article. All these guys, some guys have hyperbaric tra- cha- uh, chambers they bought. Um, what, what's his name? Steelers who went to... Uh, from the Steelers, he went to the Pats to finish the year. And I'm blanking on his name. $350,000 he spent this year on stuff. Hey, wait, what? I'm going to get... Yeah, the, the guy who worked on was David Revy, a Chicago-based physical therapist. Flew to Philadelphia once a week. He spent tens of thousands of dollars on that. James Harrison, $350,000 he spent. Monday and Thursdays are his acupuncture day, a 400-needle session that's as extreme as his famous workout session. Now, the acupuncturist Lisa Reepy has been working with Harrison's 2007 travels from her home base in Long Island to treat 35 NFL players a week. Harrison so committed to his routine that he pays up front and asks Rippy to book her travel for his bi-weekly appointments as soon as the NFL schedule comes out. There's a chiropractic physician, Josh Sandal, who's working 12 to 14 hour days at his office in nearby Eden Prairie treating some NFL players who were competing in the game and others who were in town for appearances and sort of postseason tune-up. Jason Witten, who I talked about, Peter King did a piece on him. Spent seven hours each day Monday going through a gauntlet of recovery that includes walking on an underwater treadmill, dry needling to release spots of tightness, wearing compression sleeves on his legs, and the trendy alternative to alternative medicine practice of cup, cupping. And I was talking about Adrian Claiborne has a 24,000 hyperbaric chamber after two of his last of his first four seasons were cut short by serious injuries. He spends eight hours a week and he's part of 15 to 20 Falcons players that chip in so an Atlanta-based chiropractor can travel to all the road games. Paul Pazlesny has about a dozen steps he goes through in the 48 hours before each game, a checklist that has grown you know, over his 12 seasons. In the three hours before kickoff alone, he sees a team chiropractor to check the alignment of his neck, spine, and pelvis. He goes through a muscle activation technique with the assistant strength coach and does a linebacker-specific warm-up with his teammate Miles Jack, which includes hurling 12-pound medicine balls to open up their hips, critical for the position. Think about it. They have to go lateral all the time. At the end of the 2012 season, he felt wore down. His legs tired, like he wasn't moving as well as he should. That was what changed things for me. I don't want to get to the point late in the year where I'm not playing the way I want to be because physically I'm not where I should be. Unbelievable. Claiborne says he spends 3000 on those 15 to 20 minute pre-game adjustments and his share of the chiropractor's hotel and airfare for road games last season. Think of it. These guys spent a lot of money. Now, they used to get, you know, be able to write it off, but now with the new tax laws, hey, listen, they're making more money than I am. And during training camp, Jeffrey texted Reavy. He landed on his right shoulder when making catch and was able to lift his arm. He didn't want another contract season derailed. Reavy came to Philadelphia in late July to work on what Jeffrey was calling a shoulder strain until the, until the tear to the rotator cuff was revealed publicly this week. He sat out only a few, only sat out a few summer practices in one exhibition game and didn't miss any time during the season. He said, I would mentioned to him in the offseason about coming out every once in a while, but once I hurt my shoulder, I was like, nah, every once in a while, maybe I ain't going to cut it. I couldn't lift my shoulder up at one point. I didn't know what what he did, but I was able to lift my lift my arm to catch a ball. Forte introduced him. He missed a total of 12 games in the 2015-2016 season as a result of hamstring and calf injuries and a suspension for PEDs. 12 touchdowns. Hey, he had a great, you know. He also, uh, it, 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 in the NFC Championship game, in the Super Bowl, he reached his arms high in the air to grab the ball for the touchdown catch. 
while rotating and falling on that injured shoulder with no sign of his range of motion or body control being impeded. Unbelievable. I mean, it's just, said, I haven't felt this good in a long time, maybe since 2013. I feel loose. I'm flying around. Like this week, my coaches were like, I don't know what you were doing. You were just flying around. Just unbelievable. Revy, you know, hey, he has an accident 18, and he says he he was finding inadequate ways to treat his lingering pain afterwards. He takes a whole body approach based on the idea that everything is connected, so pain or weakness in one area shouldn't be addressed only at the specific site or just treated with a typical ice and stim. Revy helped uh, Jeffrey improve his posture, explaining that his slouch didn't allow him to engage his back's muscles, which put a strain in the muscles down the back of his legs. When Jeffrey jammed his shoulder, it had its own downstream effects. And, you know, hey, athletes, high, high pain tolerance. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. That was an awesome article. And there uh, also, now let's talk about the Olympics. How do we feel about it? How do we feel overall? Hey, they didn't do as well. As I said, the American women figure skaters have a lot to work on. But I think now it's all about how hard you can push it. How hard you can push it. How It's not artistic. It's a little artistic, but the bigger the jump, the riskier the jump, jump the scarier the move you can do. The, the, the more closer to that point where you're going to the edge, the better. And I, I saw it in Big Sky. I saw it in uh, the Ski Slope. What, I, I, everything. The bigger the trick the better the score you got. It could be a beautiful, some of the skaters, I thought the Japanese girl got robbed, but shared jumps weren't as high, and U.S. women were left in dust. Nathan Chen, hey, did not have a great, but I'll tell you, to even try six quads in his final and go from 17 to 5th, to think if he would have had a better, shorter program, but listen, he knows what he's doing next Olympics. He is going to come back hungry. You know he's going to take like a day off, and he is going to start working now for four years from now, and he is going to come back hungry and going to want to kick some ass in four years. I guarantee it. It's going to be exciting. It is going to be exciting. So overall, I thought the coverage sucked, but it always does. Too many goddamn commercials, not enough time. And as I said, U.S. women hockey should not have been 11-10 in a gold medal game. That was a great game. You A shootout, which I, I'm already pissed about. And curling, first U.S. gold ever. And why couldn't you give an upgrade? Why couldn't you upgrade on those freaking, on their on their plane tickets? Really? You couldn't give them upgrades? And their medals they got were for the women's curling gold medal. You couldn't give them men's curling gold medal? Really? I mean, talk about getting short end of the stick. That had to be shown 135 in the morning. NBC, you dropped the ball on both those things. Those should have been prime time, and they could have been the... That's what people want to see. Four years of hard goddamn work, and you can't show it in prime time. You have to show stuff on tape delay. Who's running the show here? Not, not people who know sports. Business people do not know sports. They should have sports people deciding some things. It should be a gut decision. Hey, let's show it live. And you know what? The ratings would have been quadrupled than it would have been. But no, they sh- they just do what they want to do. We got to pay this $1 billion bill. I'm disgusted by it. And enough rain. I feel like I had a bill in an arc. I feel like winter is never going to end. It was 78 last week, and then bam, it's freezing your ass off again. Tick on Amazon. Let me tell you something. When you're having a bad day, put on tick. It is. It was. It was adorable. It made me so happy. It was really cute. Black Panther topped 100 million second week, week second straight week. I say keep the keep it going. Just beautiful Oscars next week. I've seen pretty much everything. Haven't seen Dunkirk and yeah, I, I missed a couple movies. 
But I've seen the ones I really wanted to see. Lady Bird, Shape of Water, Three Billboards, Get Out. Yeah. Will I watch the Oscars? Yeah, I'll probably watch the Oscars. Walking Dead today. I don't, you know what? I just feel it goes on and on. I know I gave some some episodes up and Rock was upset. Rock also, I had to clarify that the girl from Canada was pissed, did not want to accept her silver medal. Let's not compare it to the 72 Olympics when the U.S. men got robbed of a gold medal against Russia, but that's another point. And you know what? Hey, today's day and age, kids are given um, participation medals, 17th place medals. I feel that, you know, hey, she was pissed off, but you know what? The better team won. You've won the last couple gold medals. And I I could say sore loser, but no. You know, she didn't come there with She came there to win gold. She got a silver. And I think I would have taken that silver. I would have looked at it for the next four years and busted my ass. I would have had that silver medal dangling. And every time I got upset or I didn't want to do a workout, or say, you know, maybe I'll take the day off. I'll look at that. i go, listen, I want that feeling never to come back again. And that's what I would do on that front. Atlanta's coming back. I freaking love that show. He is, he's not called the Childish Gambino anymore. He's going to be the solo movie, but damn, that is a good show. Tupac Biggie, USA, I'll watch it. Nick's Golden State, Zaza, you're a freaking goon. You'll always be a goon. I don't know why you're fucking with Russ Westbrook. He is the NBA. Zaza, sometimes the, the goons don't have a place. Well, you know, I, I, I don't mind. Some of the goons, had, hey, Rick Mahorn was a scary motherfucker. Very scary, man. But, I guess every team needs a guy to protect all their uh, all their, all their uh, high high performance machines. But Russ Westbrook, he's got a point. He said, he said for sure. He said for sure. Listen, I'm a white hockey man. I don't I don't say things the right way. But I, he has a point there. He has a point there. And I love Russians win the gold medal in hockey. The oh the uh, Olympic athletes representing Russia from Russia, they were not allowed to sing the Russian national anthem. What else are they going to sing? What are they going to sing? I'm a little teacup, short and stout. Here is my handle. Here is my spout. Come on. They sang the Russian national anthem. They should. I, and I, you know, I kind of like that the NHL athletes weren't there. I feel it brought it back. I'd like to see the college athletes, you know, evens the playing field a little bit. Germany, Russia, Germany in the Olympic final beat Canada. Yeah. I kind of like it. Let's, let's make it, let's make it again. I don't think I, the professional athletes have their, have their uh, Stanley Cup and stuff. I like, I like basketball to go back to the college athletes too. Too bad there's not going to be too many athletes. I mean, God, they went off on and on. And, you know, they brought up an interesting point about the the ball, at least the balls control the family name. Not that it means much. I mean, I, I remember hearing that Lonzo Ball was going to be the rookie of the year. He's been okay. He's not been great. He's been hurt a lot. He's got knee problems. The others two are playing in, might as well be playing in Siberia. I don't know. One of the brothers, uh, not Leangelo. Yeah, Leangelo, right? Lamelo. I get him confused. He's a better shot. Uh, Leangelo has a better uh, Leangelo has a better shot at going pro than Lamelo, who uh, left UCLA early. But at least, hey, you should control the brand. They're collecting all the money. I think it's ridiculous. I think NCA fuck the NCA. Let these kids go pro at a high school. Some kids are ready. Some are. Listen, I wasn't ready to go away to college. I went to college. I flunked out. But I, everybody should be in that opportunity if they can make the money. And if they don't want to go back and go to school, they don't have to. Because the kids who do go to school for one goddamn year, they go one semester, second semester, the tournament ends, and they're dropped out of school. So basically, they're getting one semester's worth of credit. So what are we proving there? Wow, they got to stay in college for one goddamn year. I say, some of the kids are saying, fuck it, I'm going to go play overseas, and then I'll get drafted. I was going to be drafted anyway. Michael Porter basically played two minutes of his freshman year, and he's going to be a top draft pick. So what was the point of keeping him in college? He could get hurt. 
he could lose everything? No. Let him go pro out of high school. LeBron was ready. Kobe had a little bumping. He turned out okay. There's going to be there's going to be some positives. There's going to be some negatives. But let them get their money while they can. Because they're going to do this anyway. That's what's going to happen. All right? I said my piece on that front. Yeah. But I'm tired of hearing about it. Wait. Pay the athletes. Don't pay the athletes. This is going on. It's It's been going on. It will continue going on. It's not going away. There are always going to be middlemen. There are always going to be some sleazy motherfuckers who are going to try to get money off kids. And they're going to give the kids the, the sneakers and some stuff. But these kids need money. They have nothing. And why not let them get the money? Let them get the money. Why, may, why do they have to wait? Yeah, am I going to watch the closing ceremonies tonight? No, probably not. I have stuff on tape, but you know what? You fast forward through all of it. You're like, eh. And now you know everything that happens right away anyway. So you're kind of like, eh. Do you really care? I don't know. Yeah, A-Rod, Reggie, Hideki Matsui, and Nick Swisher are all, are all special advisors. Okay, I, I like that term. Spe- I'm a special advisor. What are you? A special advisor. Oh, and I watched the new VIPs this show. It was a cartoon. It was pretty funny. It was kind of funny. Yeah, it was funny. I like the last, and the Knicks, hey, last night lost again to the Celtics. Troy Williams, who they just signed off waivers, he had 14 points in 12 minutes, small forward. Jared Jack did not play at all. Trey Burke had 26 off the bench. Enos Cantor had his double double streak, ended with 9 points, 12 rebounds. Hardaway had 17, Beasley had 15. This is the Knicks now, man. Let's, at least Moutier's playing, yeah. He had a streak of 10 straight double-doubles. That was the longest stretch since the Knicks, since David Lee had 24 in a row in 2008-2009. Not bad, huh? He's Kinter's had a very solid season. Play Golden State on Monday. That game should be ugly. I love that the U.S. men curling got women curling gold, gold medals. Priceless. Priceless. Give them the wrong medals. Hey, you know, let's give you the wrong medals. Yeah, Delta... What an upgrade here. Yeah, Delta. Thanks for nothing. I don't know why they couldn't. I don't know. I took a picture of me with 18,000 miles on my car. It just looks so beautiful. The 18,000 looks so clean and clear. I don't know why that just, just put a tear to my eye. Yeah, it did it. You know, it just made me, made me very happy. And Jimmy Butler has a meniscus tear, but he hopes to be back for the playoffs. Yeah. Walking Dead, we'll see what happens tonight. All right. Now, trivia question from last show. Three head coaches in 2000 have averaged 11 wins or more per season. Who are they? Well, Bill Belichick, 12.1 a year, averaging a 12 a year. Tomlin with 11.3 and Pete Carroll with 11. Did you know that? Okay, since the NBA merger... What is the longest streak of double-doubles in NBA history? Since the NBA merger, who has the longest streak of double-doubles? He is currently playing. He has a beautiful name, too. Am I giving away too much? All right, Knicks Golden State tomorrow. JD off to work tomorrow. Oh, and uh, Big Ben, my buddy Ben, wants to go to the ACC first-round games next Wednesday at Barclays Center. I think we're going. I'm excited. Yes. Okay, folks, I hope you have a wonderful day. I got some stuff off my chest. Olympics, it's over, but hey. 
That kid Red, what was his name? The kid from uh, Colorado, he won a gold medal. U.S. women's hockey and U.S. men in curling. That's enough right there. Come on. Curling? Still don't understand that sport at all. But U.S. women's hockey, I have my sweatshirt I wear proudly. Proudly. I love that sweatshirt. All right, folks. Would love to see the Knicks get blown out by Golden State tomorrow. Could get ugly. Oh, and Frozen is heading to Broadway. Yeah. Oh, dying to see that one. All right. Black Panther, you keep on cruising. You rock. Wakanda forever. <laughs>